Chapter 43 Baba's passing away continued Preparation Samadhi Mandir Breaking of the Brick 72 hours Samadhi Jogs Sanyas Baba's Nectar-like Words Chapters 43 and 44 continue the story of Baba's passing away and therefore they are taken together. Previous Preparation It is the general practice amongst the Hindus that when a man is about to die, some good religious scriptures is read out to him with the object that his mind should be withdrawn from worldly things and fixed in spiritual matters so that his future progress should be natural and easy. Everybody knows that when King Parikshit was cursed by the son of a Brahmin Rishi and was to die after a week, the great sage Shukadev expounded to him the famous Bhagavad Puran in that week. This practice is followed even now and the Gita, Bhagavad and other sacred books are read out to dying persons. Baba being an incarnation of God needed no such help but just to set an example to the people he followed this practice. When he knew that he was to pass away he asked one Mr. Vase to read Ram Vijay to him. Mr. Vase read the book once in the week. Then Baba asked him to read the same again day and night and he finished the second reading in three days. Thus eleven days passed. Then again he read for three days and was exhausted. So Baba let him go and kept himself quiet. He abided in himself and was waiting for the last minute. Two or three days earlier, Baba had stopped his morning peregrinations or the going out and begging rounds and sat quietly in the masjid. He was conscious till the last and was advising the devotees not to lose heart. He let nobody know the exact time of his departure. Kaka Sahib Dikshit and Sriman Bhuti were dining daily with him in the masjid. That day, 15th October, after the Aarti, he asked them to go to their residence for dining. Still a few, that is Lakshmi Bhai Shinde, Bhagoji Shinde, Bayaji, Lakshman Bala Shimpi and Nana Saheb Nimolkar remained there. Shama was sitting down on the steps. After giving nine rupees to Lakshmi Bhai Shinde, Baba said that he did not feel well there in the masjid and that he should be taken to the Dagadi, that is stone, Vada of Bhuti, where he would be alright. While saying these last words, he leaned on Bayaji's body and breathed his last. Bhagoji noticed that his breathing had stopped and he immediately told this to Nana Sahib Nimumkar who was sitting near Nana Sahib brought some water and poured it in Baba's mouth. It came out. Then he cried out loudly, O Deva! Baba seemed to open his eyes and say, Ah! in a low tone, but it was soon 
became evident that Baba had left his mortal body for good. The news of Baba's passing away spread like wildfire in the village of Shirdi and all people, men, women and children ran to the masjid and began to mourn this loss in various ways. Some cried out loudly, some wellowed on and some fell down senseless in the streets. Tears ran down from the eyes of all and everyone was filled with sorrow. Some people started remembering the words of Sai Baba. Somebody said that the Maharaj Sai Baba told his devotees that in time to come he would appear as a lad of eight years. In the Krishna avatar, Chakrapani, that is Lord Vishnu, performed this very deed. Krishna appeared before Devika in prison as a lad of eight years who had bright complexion and who wedged weapons in his forearms. In that incarnation, he, that is Lord Krishna, lightened the burden of the earth. This incarnation, Sai Baba, was for the uplift of his devotees. Then where is the reason for doubt? The ways of the saints are really inscrutable. This contact of Sai Baba with his devotees not only for one generation, but it is there for the last 72 generations. Generating such ties of love, it appears that Maharaj Sai Baba has gone for tour and the devotees had a firm belief that he will return soon. Then the question arose how to lay Baba's body to rest. Some Mohammedans said that the body should be interned in an open space and a tomb built over it. Even Kushal Chand and Amir Shakar shared this opinion. But Ramchandra Patil, the village officer, said to the villagers with a firm and determined voice, Your thought is not acceptable to us. Baba's body should be placed nowhere except in the Vada. Thus, people were divided on this point and discussion regarding this event on, went on for 36 hours. On Wednesday morning, Baba appeared to Lakshman Mama Joshi in his dream and drawing him by his hand said, Get up soon. Babu Saheb thinks that I am dead and so he won't come. You do the worship and the kakar that is the morning arti. Lakshman Mama was the village astrologer and the maternal uncle of Shama. He was an orthodox Brahmin and daily worshipped Baba first in the morning and then all the village deities. He had full faith in Baba. After the vision, he came with all the puja materials and not minding the protests of the Malvis, did the puja and the kakadarti with all due formalities and went away. Then at noon, Bapu Sahib Jog came with all others and went through the noon arti ceremony as usual. After paying due respects to Baba's words, the people decided to place his body in the Vada and started digging the central portion there. In the evening of Tuesday, the sub-inspector came from Rahata and others turned up from other places and they all agreed to the proposal. Next morning, Amir Bai, 
came from Mumbai and the Mamlatdar from Kopargaon. The people seemed divided in their opinion. Some insisted on interring his body in the open field. The Mamlatdar therefore took a general plebiscite and found that the proposal to use the Vada secured double the number of votes. He however wanted to refer the matter to the collector and Kaka Sahib Dikshit got himself ready to go to Ahmadnagar. Meanwhile, by Baba's inspiration, there was a change in the opinion of the other people and all unanimously voted for the proposal. On Wednesday evening, Baba's body was taken in procession and brought to the Vada and was interred there with due formalities in the Garbha, that is the central portion reserved for Murlidhar. In fact, Baba became the Murlidhar and the Vada became a temple and a holy shrine where so many devotees since then have been going to find rest and peace. All the obsequies of Baba were duly performed by Bala Saheb Bhatte and Upasani, a great devotee of Baba. It may be noted here that as observed by Professor Narke, Baba's body did not get stiff though it was exposed for 36 hours and that all the limbs were elastic and that his kafni could be taken out without being torn to pieces breaking of the brick. Some days before Baba's departure, there occurred an ominous sign forbidding the event. There was in the masjid an old brick on which Baba rested his hand and sat. At night time, he leaned against it and had his asan. This went on for many years. One day during Baba's absence, a boy who was sweeping the floor took it up in his hand and unfortunately it slipped down and fell down and got broken into two pieces. When Baba came to know about this, he bemoaned its loss saying, it is not the brick but my faith that has been broken into pieces. It was my lifelong companion. With it I always meditated on the self it was as dear to me as my life. It has left me today. Some may raise here a question, why should Baba express this sorrow for such an inanimate thing as a brick? To this, Hemanpath replies that saints incarnate in this world with the express mission of saving the poor helpless people and when they embody themselves and act with the people, they act like them, that is, outwardly they laugh, play and cry like all other people, but inwardly they are wide awake to their duties and mission. 72 hours Samadhi 32 years before this, that is in 1886, Baba made an attempt to cross the borderline. On a Magar Irsha Purnima, that is full moon day, Baba suffered from a severe attack of asthma. To get rid of it, Baba decided to take his pran high up and go into Samadhi. He said to Bhagat Malsapati, protect my body for three days. If I return, 
it will be all right if i do not bury my body in that open land pointing to it and fix two flags there as a mark after saying this baba fell down at about 10 pm his breathing stopped as well as his pulse it seemed as if his pran left the body all the people including the villagers came there and wanted to hold an inquest and bury the body in the place pointed by baba but mahal sapati prevented this with baba's body on his lap he sat 3 full days guarding it after 3 days passed baba showed signs of life at 3 am his breathing commenced the abdomen began to move his eyes opened and stretching his limbs baba returned to consciousness that is life again from this and other accounts let the readers consider whether sai baba was the three and a half cubits body that he occupied for some years and that he left thereafter or he was the self inside the body composed of the five elements is perishable and transient but the self within is the thing absolute reality which is immortal and intransient this pure being consciousness or brahma the ruler and controller of the senses and mind is sign this pervades all things in the universe and there is no space within without it for fulfilling his mission he assumed the body and after it was fulfilled he threw away the body the finite aspect and assumed his infinite aspect sai ever lives as also the previous incarnation of god dattatreya shri narsimha saraswati of gangapur his passing away is only an outward aspect but in reality he pervades all in animate and inanimate things and is their inner controller and ruler this can be and is even now experienced by many who surrender themselves completely to him and worship him, worship him with wholehearted devotion though it is not possible for us to see baba's form now onwards but if we go to shirdi we shall find his beautiful lifelike portrait adorning the masjid this has been drawn by shamrao jaikar a famous artist and well known devotee of baba to an imaginative and devout spectator this portrait can give even today the satisfaction of taking baba's darshan though baba has no gross body now he lives there and everywhere and will affect the welfare of the devotees even now as he was doing before when he was embodied saints like baba never die though they look like men they are in reality god himself bapu sahib jokes sanyas hemantpat closes this chapter with the account of jokes sanyas sakharam hari alias bapu sahib joke was the uncle of the famous varkari vishubhau joke of pune he had no issue after his retirement from government services that is he was a supervisor in the pwd in 1909 
He came and lived in Shirdi with his wife. Both husband and wife loved Baba and spent their entire time in worshipping and serving Baba. After Megha's death, Bapu Saheb daily did the aarti ceremony in the masjid and chawadi till Baba's Mahasamadhi. He was also entrusted with the work of reading and explaining Dhyaneshwari and Eknath Bhagat in Sathe's Vada to the audience. After serving for many years, Jog asked Baba, I have served you so long. My mind is not yet calm and composed. How is it that my contact with saints has not improved me? When will you bless me? Hearing the Bhakta's prayers, Baba replied, In due time, your bad actions, that is their fruits or result, will be destroyed. Your merits and demerits will be reduced to ashes, and I shall consider you blessed when you will renounce all attachments, conquer lust and sense of taste, and getting rid of all impediments, serve God wholeheartedly and restore to the begging board. Accept sannyas. After some time, Baba's words came true. His wife preceded him, and as he had no other attachment, he became free and accepted sannyas before his death and realized the goal of his life. Baba's nectar-like words. The kind and merciful Sai Baba said many a time the following sweet words in the masjid. He who loves me most always sees me. The whole world is desolate to him without me. He who tells no stories but mine, he ceaselessly meditates upon me and always chants my name. I feel indebted to him who surrenders himself completely to me and ever remembers me. I shall repay his death by giving him salvation, that is self-realization. I am dependent on him who thinks and hungers after me and who does not eat anything without first offering it to me. He who thus comes to me becomes one with me just as a river gets to the sea and becomes merged with it. So leaving out pride and egoism and with no trace of them you should surrender yourself to me who is seated in your heart. Who is this me? Sai Baba expounded many a time who this me or I is. He said you need not go far in search of me. Barring your name and form there exists in you as well as in all beings a sense of being or consciousness of existence. That is myself. Knowing this, you see me inside yourself as well as in all beings. If you practice this, you will realize all pervasiveness and thus attain oneness with me. Hemant therefore requests the readers humbly and lovingly that they should love and respect all gods, saints and devotees. Has not Bafa often said, He who gasps and cavils at others, pierces me in the heart and injures me, but he that suffers and endures pleases me most. Baba thus pervades all beings and creatures. He likes nothing but love to all beings. 
such nectar pure auspicious ambrosia always flowed from baba's lips he therefore concludes those who lovingly sing baba's fame and those who hear the same with devotion both become one with sai bow to shri sai peace be to all